Yeah, you know what it is, Truth Nation. Wake up. Wake up. Wake up. Wake up. The best way to start your day. Cutting through the noise and bringing you the real stories behind the headlines. Talk to someone about how you feel. Do not internalize it. Do not consume it. You deserve to be heard. It's time to wake up with Milwaukee's favorite morning show. It's not just we canceled it, it's over, it's a done deal. Shouldn't be that way. That program still should proceed no matter how a few may go. Now, live from the American Family Insurance Studio at the Avenue in the heart of downtown Milwaukee. Tell me, where are all the watch for you? Where are the brothers going to be? (laughs) I just wanted to see what she was going to do. This is Truth Be Told with DT and Telly on 1017 The Truth and The Truth app. Here are your hosts, the effective communication coach, Denise Thomas, and two-time Emmy Award winner, Telly Hughes. Good morning. Good morning. What's up, Truth Nation? It's Thursday. Dare I say what date it is, but I'm going to go ahead and say it. It's here. It's the first of the month. I know many of you, as you are waking up, are probably thinking the same thing I am thinking. Didn't I just pay all my bills yesterday? (laughs) Good morning, Telly. Happy February 1st. Happy February 1st, Black History Month. You know, it, it, we talked about it yesterday. You said it was the, it, you called it Rent Eve. Man, I think the, uh, you know, the Bone Thugs and Harmony said it, said it best. Stop, stop, stop. Turn that off right now. You know, what? let me show you how God, let me show you how God works. I promise y'all this morning, because I wake up around 5, 5.30, and I was doing, I always do my prayer meditation. I promise you, God put on my heart this morning. I'm not even making this up. Do not let them play that song first of the month, because as we're talking about stereotypes, <laughs> that ha- no other community has made a song that celebrates. It's the first. So I promise you, God was like, and here y'all showed up and, and proved God right. Do not play that song. Hey, that was Ever a popular song. No, we just are in the midst of talking about stereotypes. I promise you, God was like, God was like, they're going to play that song and we're not having it. No, we're not. We're not celebrating. (laughs) No, stop. Uh, Happy Black History Month. Happy Black Present Month. Happy Black Future Month. We're going to be talking about a number of interesting did you know facts starting today. Uh, today, obviously, being it's Friday Eve, or as Telly says, Friday Junior, we'll have our truth swiping segment in our second hour. And of course, we're going to bring you all the hot topics, hot information, and do the best we can to entertain y'all this morning. Good morning, Benjamin. It's amazing. It is amazing. It's Black History Month, y'all. I got a question, though. How come every other community so for example i believe in june we have hispanic heritage month and then we have pan pan asian american i believe it's heritage month as well how come with us is history the other communities are like heritage month or 
Why, why is it for us history? I'm just curious because words matter to me. Your thoughts, Telly? Uh, we got the history. <laughs> I, that is a good question. That is a really good question because it seems like every year at during uh, in the month of February, that's when we can only recall things that have happened from a historical standpoint it, when it involves black history. But I, I yeah, why can't our, our heritage just be celebrated and not just a reminder of all the history? Because the history hasn't been all that great. And the history can't just. To, to add on it not being that great, it can't just be the same leaders. Not to say that they're not leaders or they weren't leaders, but it just gives the impression that our community only had Dr. Reverend Martin Luther King Jr., President Barack Obama, Shirley Chisholm, Frederick Douglass, Harriet Tubman, <laughs> have been... <laughs> Oh, he's definitely part of mine. Ben whispered somebody's name in my ear. I'll I'll save that for later. <laughs> but yes, I I'm like there's so many more Americans that are black that contributed to this country, this world that we don't recognize. It's like we just have the same and it's like you said it's always historical. So I'm I'm going to challenge myself as well as others or us to be more intentional with educating our children, non-black people. Because you best believe during Hispanic Heritage Month, the Hispanic community is not just recognize the historical figures of leadership or history makers. They're talking about present and future. Yeah. But think about it. It it what it didn't start off as a month. Uh, and speaking of history, it started off as Negro History Week, and that was started by a member of Omega Psi Phi fraternity, Carter G. Woodson, and it was dedicated to showcase the contributions of Black Americans uh, that have you know contributed up until that point. But this was back in 1926, and uh, yeah, so. Started off just as a week, it's, and then it expanded to a month. But uh, I guess they just kept the history part of it. I mean, what that, that would what be my only logic to it. What What do we do now? I'm I'm because I'm obviously I'm far removed from what happens inside our our schools, whether they're private or public. But Truth Nation, our Truth Talk and Text Line is eight three three two one two one zero one seven. How is Black History Month celebrated? How do you celebrate it? And if you are a parent of school children, so uh, one of your kids or all your kids attend school between kindergarten and 12th grade, how are the schools celebrating? Now, tell your your wife is a teacher. Mm-hmm. Does she have, work, you know, in terms of the school system, are there any special programs still? Because I know when I was growing up in school, elementary school, you know, we'd have that program and, Somebody would portray Dr. King and yeah, you know five other you know black historical figures. How how are they doing that now? I don't I, I don't I didn't check with her uh, to see what they do, but I know they do something each year. Uh, I'm not sure what program or programs that may be in place. 
Uh, but I do know that there are some teachers that are intentional, a little more intentional in trying to teach more black history in the month of February. And, uh, but I think a good idea, you were just talking about the same people that are highlighted each year, but there have been so many people that have contributed to this country in so many different facets. Why can't there be a curriculum to learn about a different black contributor or historic contributor each day. I mean, it's only 28 days. I'm sure there are 28 black people that have lived that have contributed to this country in major ways. I think that would be a good way of trying to expand just besides the same people you read about or learn about each year. One of my fears is that because of this recent talk from top leaders and legislators in this country that, you know, things like DE&I must die from Elon Musk and, you know, the UW system here in the state of Wisconsin removing DE&I from their system and just, you know, states like Florida that are talking about removing any type of black history from American history. I wonder, I'm, I'm, I'm afraid and also wonder if schools are going to leverage that as a way to remove black history uh, during this, in, in particular, this month, yes. where it's traditionally celebrated. Well, now, this is proof that my wife listens, DT. Uh, she did just text me and say, we have a black history program. We decorate the school in HBCU colleges and universities. Oh, that's nice. That's nice. Yeah. So. I'm I'm googling. That's one way. So Tex, Texas A and M. In the state of Texas, obviously, they have a Black History Month calendar of events that they're celebrating. Not just African American history, but also African American arts. And so they have the kickoff today. I'm just googling different schools in certain states that have been very high on the radar. At we are no longer going to talk about race or racism in the schools uh there is a art of stepping showcase muses and melodies what this thing says be black student union hump night <sighs> i'm not making this up this is what i'm reading this is off of the texas a&m website all right, let's try another school. Go to Texas Southern. Man, like, what does that have to head do on, with? Head on over to Houston and see what they doing. <laughs> look, look at all the Texas, Texas A&M parents. What? <laughs> I demand to speak. No, I, I'm just reading what was on the, the calendar. It's, it's going to be interesting because this month, as we celebrate – formally celebrate black history what we also have in this country efforts both formally and informally being placed in institutions of higher learning across this country and even some employers both public and private sector employers are saying that DEI it no longer exists we don't have any more chief diversity officers or diversity directors it's all about, we just assume everybody's going to get treated fairly. 
which is why truth nation it was important that telly and i talk about stereotypes because here's what's interesting you have people who have never experienced discrimination based on their race or gender who have perpetuated and embraced stereotypes that negatively impact our race and want to remove any type of non-white race cultural aspect out of the dialogue, out of the conversation, but then you're not addressing the stereotypes. You're not addressing the microaggressions. You're not addressing the unconscious biases as well as conscious biases that exist. So you can't try to wipe something out by taking it away. And then you still have the problems that have stemmed from what is known as historical racism in this country, traditional racism. So I'm just, I'm curious to see how, you know, companies are going to manage that because a lot of the stereotypes that occur, we feel that at work every day. Yeah. Every day we feel that at work. Yeah, it, it it is real. And it is something that I'm hoping, just like you said, that you feel like, I mean, a little off subject, but how Democrats are going to drop a bomb and, and something like that that's going to change this whole political landscape or this election landscape. Uh, I feel like there is something that has to be brewing that takes the place of DEI and it can just maybe be relabeled, restructured, but there still has to be something that's put in place because again, there is a reason why DEI existed. And if you feel like it accomplished its goal and now you can move on, then you're sadly mistaken or you have a false sense of reality because nothing has been accomplished. We're still pretty much at an unequal, unlevel playing field in terms of getting jobs and getting the same opportunities as our white counterparts. So I think there has to be something that is put into place to regulate this because now that these companies know there are no laws or mandates that make you have to have even a quota of diversity. Do you think they're going to do it on their own if they're not forced to do it? If they were forced to do it and they had trouble doing it, what makes you think when it's gone away, they're going to just go out and do it on their own? I want to be clear because when you say quotas on diversity, I I just want to emphasize diversity does not mean race or gender. Diversity simply means one thing and one thing only, and that is difference. Yep. So we as black people, we need to be very specific because companies are now focusing on eliminating an aspect of diversity, which is specific to race. I, I, I want us to really understand there's diversity is this big umbrella. Okay. You got a big umbrella. And it's, it's called diversity. And underneath that umbrella You have age, you have sexual orientation, you have special needs. Then you, you get into the the race aspect and the, and the gender and the religion, all these things make up diversity. So when you are having conversations with decision makers at your companies, at your employer, or even when you're having conversations with your children, because see, the thing is 
it starts at the very early age of elementary school. But be very specific because, again, we're talking about a specific part of diversity, which is racial. Now, what's interesting, Telly and I were talking about uh, something that he did yesterday with his fraternity. So before we get into that, you know, we've been talking about stereotypes this week and how it affects black Americans in particular because stereotypes are basically characteristics that America has generated. And as Telly had said yesterday, it, it constructs this belief that based on your race, you are classified as blank, blank, and blank. There are no, there's nothing positive that comes from a stereotype. It is a negative influence on the way that people see black people, interact with black people, and treat black people. Stereotypes in this country have, have imposed the greatest limitations on how we can engage and operate, and it starts in the school. Now, Telly, we were talking about yesterday, because I, I, I really want us to start getting into how do we counter stereotypes? How do we, and, and that, and for our non-black listeners, I hope that you're leaning in and understanding that every aspect of black people's lives or, or any other race for that matter, it, effect, it, it impacts, check this out, Telly, because people, they, they, you know, they think it's just like, oh, yeah, I, I know about the uh, all black people can play sports stereotype. That's terrible. Or, yeah, I know about the all black people are lazy stereotype. That's terrible. No, you need to understand that <laughs> this impacts how black women and black men, as far as interacting with each other on an emotional and romantic standpoint, it affects us. Body image. It affects us. Hypersexualization. Education. How we how we could be or be not successful in school. All of these things from the time that we, you know, because we learn. We learn as early as daycare. I was kicked out of daycare. Now, I know y'all going to be like, of course you were, Denise. This little white boy stole my toy, Telly. <laughs> he walked up to me and just took it out of my hand. <laughs> so I walked over and I bit him. <laughs> <laughs> now, did anybody, did anybody ask, why did Denise bite little Johnny? Nope. <laughs> they called my parents, and that's what began they the cycle. Had to get you out of there. <laughs> you was too thugged out for. <laughs> hey, I'm over there minding my business. Little Johnny come over, and I'm and you know I was three, but I remember some things about that day. And so at that early, early, early part of my life, telling two things, I'm already now learning about being black is that I'm seen as a monster, a thug, violent. Because they were like, and I asked my parents, my mom was like, you barely broke the skin. We didn't condone the violence. We had to definitely talk to you about that. Because <laughs> remember, I'm only a child. I, you, I didn't have any siblings. But even at that age, I'm, I'm experiencing how I'm viewed, even as a girl. So 
when we come back from break, Telly and his fraternity brothers, members of Omega Sci-Fi Incorporated, did something very incredible yesterday. And even in that moment, because again, the, the environments where kids' personal development is most crucial is at home, daycare, and school. And when y'all visited that school yesterday, we're going to talk about when we come back from break, the reaction that you were talking about, Telly, that is exactly what we're talking about. The developmental stage of your identity, including stereotypes that are introduced to you as early as daycare. We're going to also talk about the realities that we are facing, whether we're black, white, red, yellow, green, purple. Rent is real, y'all. And a number, a significant number of human beings are being evicted out of their homes because they are not able to pay rent. So we're going to talk about that as well as resources that if you or you know of someone that is experiencing difficulty paying their rent, you are not alone. We're going to talk about ways that you can obtain assistance. Nobody, 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 nobody in this country should not be able to have housing, period. You're listening to the best morning show on, on planet Earth. This is Truth Be Told with DT and Telly on the award-winning 1017 The Truth. It is Truth Be Told with DT and Telly on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. It is Truth Be Told with DT and Telly on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. Mr. Fresh, Mr. By himself, he's so impressed. I mean, damn, did you even see the test? You got D's, the D's. What's up, Truth Nation? Welcome back to Truth Be Told with DT and Telly. Hit us up on the True Talk and text line 833-212-1017. We have been informed that the Truth app is glitching right now. We are definitely working out the kinks in that. So this is a great time for you to stream and watch us live on YouTube and Twitter at 101.7 The Truth. And when you get to YouTube, go ahead and subscribe and you can catch us every single morning you can see denise and i get together truth swipe truth telling hits and bring you all the hot topics how you 47 and still get pimples like what i'm trying to understand how am i still you thought that was a puberty thing and you were good man 47 (laughs) and i'm waking up and i'm like what is that because remember what tomorrow is they always come right before you got. Oh, yeah. See? Yeah. And I got a pimple on my face. <laughs> so take me as I am so, or have none. So we're going to have to we're going to have to solicit some more uh, dating advice. We did it on Monday, four days in advance. So we need to make sure that we get some fresh ones. Tell, tell he said, what, you got your clothes laid out on the bed, too? And it's Monday, and the date ain't still right. I was like, shut up, Telly. Got myself a date. It will be so great. Right. Great, 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 great. Hey, so, Denise, this is uh, – and we got we to gotta give you kudos for coming when you came back from – Switzerland, you had this idea 
of not just talking about stereotypes one day to expand this throughout the week. And we've been getting great responses, great Man. feedback. And something that Brother Komet uh, called in yesterday, and shout out to Brother Komet. He was dropping some jewels. But one of the things that really disturbed me was when he said he would go to schools and talk and you can see these kids that already believe the stereotypes that have been taught to them. I mean, because it's Mm -hmm. not something that they come out, Mm -hmm. you come out and you're like, okay, this is the way it is. You have to be taught this. And yesterday, as a part of our monthly, uh, it's one of our mandated programs with Omega Sci-Fi Fraternity Incorporated. It's called Assault on Illiteracy. And each month, uh, me, along with, you know, several of my fraternity brothers, we pick a school, uh, MPS school, and we will go and read and do reading comprehension exercises with whatever class we choose. So yesterday we went to our Avenue school and shout out to Miss Stokes, fourth grade class. They were fantastic. They were very into participating and, and, um, and what we try to do is breed confidence. Like you got to be confident when you're reading out loud. And these are skills that are going to not only help you now, but Whatever field you get into, there's going to be a time you're going to have to interview. You're going to have to get up and maybe do a presentation. And you got to know how it is to speak in front of people and speak with confidence. And that's one of the things that we do. And again, we do it each month and we pick a different school. But my takeaway from it was, wow, because Brother Komet's comments still was on my mind when I went into that school and understanding that. It's not these kids' faults that these stereotypes are placed on them. And it is good for them to see people like us that are willing to come back, donate our time, and show that we care about the future. And a lot of times, that's all these kids need to see, is to see that someone cares about their future. And so uh, I just wanted to share that because it was on my mind and... The stereotypes that are put on young black kids at such an early age is something that they can't even shake and there's nothing they can do about it. But they can think differently about themselves when they see people coming in and they can see people that have thought differently about themselves and have gone on to be successful. Yes. And to your point, first of all, shout out to the brothers of Omega Sci-Fi. Because anything positive is better than a negative nothing. I'm all about outreach. I'm all about exposure. And most importantly, I love the fact that y'all were supporting our future leaders in an equitable manner. You went to them. Yes. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't like they had to get on a school bus and go to the headquarters of Omega Sci-Fi. Y'all went to them. And that's very, very important to know at an early age that you will come to me. Yes, absolutely. Will make the time and come to me. That that that's definitely a confidence booster as well. So shout out to y'all for that. On the Truth Talking text line, which is 833-212-1017, D Woods says, "I think about, well let me let me before I go to D. Chauncey says, "Good morning DT and Telly. DT on behalf of the entire Truth Nation, we truly appreciate you clarifying the birth of the Black Righteousness Thug Passion 
in Little Denise Thomas, circa 1978, 79-ish. I'm a bicentennial baby, Chauncey. I was born in 76. Ain't no shame in my game. All right. D. Woods says, I think about the famous quote that Michelle Obama said, when they go low, you go high. But when you're dealing with the white counterpart, they go so low. I mean, so low, it's impossible to go high. So, so D, I'm glad you brought that up because our forever first lady, Michelle Obama, I, I personally have considered the context and the current, the current happenings around when she made that statement. And, you know, she was referring to, I believe, if my memory serves me correctly, that was the time when Hillary Clinton was the Democratic National Party candidate for president and Trump was the opponent. He was on the Republican side. And, you know, there was a lot of Trump was saying a lot of bad things about Democrats and Hillary Clinton. And I believe if my memory serves me correctly, that's what compelled our forever first lady, Michelle Obama, to make that statement. Let me be clear on how I interpreted it. When, when certain folks like, for example, January 6th, the attack on the Capitol Hill, that was very low. <laughs> that was, that was extremely low. Um, to refer to a woman's genitals as, you know, grab them and, and things like that, that's low. I'm not going to go low like that. However, I don't think our forever first lady, Michelle Obama was telling us <laughs> that when somebody tries you, when somebody tries to make you feel that you're less than them, when someone discriminates you or attempts to discriminate, I don't think Michelle Obama was alluding to, well, just turn your cheek. No, that's not the context of what. <laughs> so when you say things, D, like when they go low and you go high and they and they go so low that it's impossible to go high, that is your brain letting you know that there there needs to be some type of of response and defense, not violence. Yeah. But, you know, I'm all about Telly. I'm going to give you the same energy you've given me. You feel what I'm saying? Yes. If you, if you, like if you if because I'm because that little girl in in Whole Foods the other day that was staring at me and my son. We were in the self checkout. Mm -hmm. You just start staring at her back. Dude, when I tell you I walked in slow motion just so she could see. Oh, matter of fact. I'm glad we're talking about this. Speaking of stereotypes, y'all know my airport chronicle story. Telly, it just happened yesterday. I am in, man, I travel so much. I'll be forgetting where I was. Where was I at yesterday, Telly? Look, you should know that. <laughs> Chicago, that's where I was. So I was in Chicago. I was at O'Hare, okay? They're boarding. They start off with, you know, pre-boarding, elderly people, people with children, and then they go to all of our soldiers, all of our great Americans that are serving our country in the armed forces, military, whatever. Boom. Now let's get into group number one, first class, business class. Telly, this just happened yesterday. I'm not making this up. I began to proceed. Gentleman, white guy, he says, not making this up. He says, oh, this is group one. 
Are you group one? So not only are you trying to come for whether or not I qualify to be on a first class in a first class seat, you now want me to explain. Do you see how that works? Uh, yeah. Explain to me. I, I don't know you from Adam. So stay with me, D. Woods. Explain to me why you are getting in this line in front of me. Because you, based on your race and your gender, there's no way you should be in group one. You want to know what I said to him? What's that? As I'm walk, as I'm continuing to walk in front of him and board my seat, I said, look at me. Don't I look like group number one? <laughs> and people started laughing because you know how I said it. Uh. I was like, look at me. <laughs> look, look, look at me and look at you. Of course I'm group number one. It, and you got the nerve. It'd be the people that, and what kills me, Telly, it'd be the people that look like they just woke up. Uh, they just woke up and haven't seen a toothbrush in 10 years <laughs> and then they want to question whether or not I'm in group one. It's I, always the same type of people. It, it, it fascinates me that who made you the group number gatekeeper? Like, why is it up to you to decide, okay, which one of these people are trying to fake and grow and go before it's time for them to get to their group? Because isn't there someone there checking your ticket that if you're not in that group, they're going to let it be known that you're not, it's not your turn? See, everything you're saying, see, that's 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 what would, would occur in a country that's not racist. See, what you just described is a non-racist country. See, where I live in America every day, because here was the thing. This white man was was disgusted by the fact that a black person, let alone a black woman, is boarding before him. That That is a problem for me. And so what I'm going to do. I'm going to remind her that I'm superior. Think about it. Yeah. And, and you know, during Jim, Jim Crow era, let me see your ID. Let me see your ID. Are you, you're not supposed to be in this parts of town. Fast forward to 2024. He literally wanted me to explain to him Telly Hughes <laughs> and Ben Jammin. He wanted to humiliate me and have me explain to him why I was able to board in group one before him. Mm-mm. <laughs> that's that that's that's that conditioning oh you know absolutely that's why, that's why i was like look at me <laughs> of course i'm in group number one and he wasn't ready for that either <laughs> now as I'm he's sure. processing with his mouth wide open i'm already in my seat you see what i'm saying so d woods when they go low and when when forever first lady said we we go high it's, it's situational, my, my, my queen or my king. I'm not, I'm not sure of your gender, but D-Woods, it's situational. Let me be clear. Because <laughs> sometimes you got to let people know. Yeah, yeah. However you see or view black people, let me break that right now for you. That ain't how we get down. And we also got to let you know to hit us up on the True Talk and text line, 833-212-1017. Again, stream and watch us live on YouTube and Twitter, 101.7 The Truth. And we are correcting some issues on our Truth app. So if you're used to listening to us on our app, we got so many other means you could check us out. So, and we definitely want you to be involved in this conversation. And we have been getting some traffic on our YouTube message board. Is this uh, Queasy or 
Keezy, Keezy P. Uh, Keezy P says, that's awesome, Telly. Glad to hear that you guys are going into MPS. This warms my heart. Thank you so yes. much. We we uh, we thoroughly enjoy it. Uh, this is my third year doing it. And as I was explaining to Ben, we start in October because we know in September that kids are still just getting acclimated to school. So through October through May, we choose a different school each month and we go to it. So, um, yes, we enjoy it and we do understand the impact and uh, it has had on different kids and the uplift it brings just having someone come in and, again, just show that they care. And just and just take the time to show that they care. So oh, look at all the we heart enjoy emojis it. that you're getting, Telly. They're sending <laughs> you heart emojis. Y'all, that's what's up. Shout out to the brothers of Omega Sci-Fi for real. That's what's up because again, exposure and access is everything. Speaking of which, now we were talking about earlier. Today is the first of the month, so a lot for a lot of us, rent is due. When we come back from break. We want to talk about the realities that many, 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 many Americans, including in Milwaukee, are facing the inability to pay their rent. If that is you or you know of someone that is struggling, you are not alone. They are not alone. We want to support you. That's what we do here at The Truth. So stay tuned to the best morning show on planet Earth because we're going to give you some information that hopefully can help you or your loved ones with getting this rent paid. It's real. It's real, y'all. You're not alone. Stay tuned. The best morning show on planet Earth, Truth Be Told, with DT and Telly on the award-winning 1017 The Truth. More of Truth Be Told with DT and Telly is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. More of Truth Be Told with DT and Telly is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. Back then they didn't want me, now I'm hot, they all on me. Back then they didn't want me, now I'm hot, they all on me. Back then they didn't want me, now I'm hot, they all on me. Back then they didn't want me, now I'm hot, they all on me. Again, y'all, Telly, during break... You have no idea. <laughs> just, just dropping a little juice for you. <laughs> <laughs> the backup plan. Oh, my God. You know what? This is what we're going to do, There's some truth in I, it, isn't it? I, it ain't, I don't be not, telling you no lies during these breaks. <laughs> no lies. But here's the thing, though. Based on the subject matter that we were discussing, this is what I'm going to propose, and I'm going to do this live with Truth Nation. Valentine's Day is coming up. It's what? I know some people are like, D, I'm just trying to pay my bills. Are you already talking about Valentine's Day? Go ahead. I know. I know. So <laughs> this is just a heads up. This weekend is the first of the month. So a lot of us got decisions to make. We're going to get into that thing about rent as well. But Telly, how about this? <clears throat> or not, but in addition to the week of the week prior or leading up into Valentine's Day. And you know, Valentine's Day weekend, that's a big weekend because you've got NBA All-Star Weekend. Yeah, it is. You, you, you've got a, a number of, of events that happen. You still, you're in Black History Month. So what I'm going to propose is that <laughs> the week before or leading up into Valentine's Day, we just do a special on dating. Whether you're married, because married people, they date. They have their date nights and 
or whether you're dating or whether you're taking a break from dating, let's just, you know, kind of give, because you was dropping some nuggets just now that the people need to hear. But it, the, the timing right now is... Oh, come on now. You don't, they don't want to hear from this old married dude, as you always describe me. I've been married forever. <laughs> I've been out of the game. Ever, ever. And so. <laughs> Telly and Mrs. Hughes been married. It was like... Who's your best man, Adam? <laughs> Who's the maid of honor? Eve. <laughs> that's how long y'all been married, okay? And look, that's a great thing. Black love. Look, I, I'm trying to get to, well, I don't know if I'm trying to be married. I'm definitely married for that long. But n- needless to say, you dropped some gems, and I appreciate that because men need to hear what you said. So we're going to put that in the box. And we'll we'll save that for Truth Nation because they deserve to hear those gems you were dropping, Telly. Okay. All right. I, I, so we'll i agree can we do that can we like the, we the days going into okay yeah yeah we could do that <laughs> i i don't know how raw i can i don't know if i can give it as raw as i give it to you but i oh, i can, I can me, clean it up you i was gonna say you can't you cannot give it like you gave it to me on air dude but i'm sure you will find a way to keep it just as entertaining i will i will okay all right well as we were talking about in this country, and this was a huge, huge feature on CNN.com. Other news platforms are reporting this, but it is real out here, y'all. Half of the United States tenants are unable to pay their rent. They cannot afford to pay their rent. Half of renters in the United States are not able, y'all, to pay rent. And what is happening is that every year since COVID, which would be 2020, there has been a significant surge or increase in rent prices. And there's also been an increase because more and more people are renting in the construction You can see here in Milwaukee in our own backyard, you see all types of cranes in the sky and Mm -hmm. residential developments. High rises going downtown that cost you a million dollars a month to rent. Luxury townhomes. If I see one more headline in Milwaukee talking about luxury townhomes and I'm like, and you got half of the U.S. So if half of the U.S. is struggling with paying rent, what does that look like in Milwaukee? It's probably worse. I was going to say it's probably usually when you look at the median yeah, and then you compare it to Milwaukee, we're usually higher than than what's going on in the country as a whole. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, is that they're saying that rent is going to go down. The, the asking rent is going down. I'm going to tell you right now, I haven't seen it. <laughs> I haven't seen I've seen if anything no I'm for real like yeah so no, I'm laughing son, because I, I I haven't received a notice saying my rent was gonna go yeah. down yeah yeah no nah, and to keep it to keep it 101.7 you know I I used to have a spot in Milwaukee because you know I go back and forth I'm not renewing my lease in Milwaukee because of that when I when they sent me the offer to renew my lease mm-hmm Tell you, I was like, say what? <laughs> it's the same apartment building. <laughs> like, what? Right. 
it, are we going to have weekly concerts from Beyonce, Jay-Z, Kanye, and Justin Timberlake? I'm like, what's what's going on? Like, right. why? And nothing, the conditions of the building that I live in have not changed. So why is my rent going up? That's a question I think a lot of tenants are asking these days. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Like, it's it's kind of disturbing. But when we come back... Because we realize that there are so many reports that are finding that evictions are rising as pandemic pro- projection, protection, I'm sorry, pandemic protection has expired. Because remember, when COVID was around, you couldn't evict anybody. Well, right. those are expiring and landlords are evicting people. So when we come back, we want to hear from you, Truth Nation. How do you feel about this? If you're a landlord... And you are providing some type of assistance because there are some landlords that aren't following the lead of kicking folks out in the middle of the winter. Right. Let us know. 833-212-1017. You're listening to the best morning show on planet Earth. Truth Be Told with DT and Telly. We'll be back. It is Truth Be Told with DT and Telly on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app and 1017thetruth.com. More of Truth Be Told with DT and Telly is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. I'm vanilla, baby. I'll choke you, but I ain't no killer, baby. She's 28. Look at me, because you just made me laugh. <laughs> you, you, you start. I'm so sick of you telling you Well, say. let's get it in. The award-winning 1017 The Truth is the home of Milwaukee Panthers basketball. Don't miss any of the hoops action by listening to Panthers basketball on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and all your favorite streaming platforms. The Panthers are on the road tonight as they are set to take on the Purdue-Fort Wayne Masterdons. Coverage begins at 5.30 with a 6 p.m. tip-off. Not tilapia. (laughs) (laughs) Come on, we got to get the break. Get get your read in. (laughs) You can't be doing that on break. I ain't talking to you. We go on this break. Do not talk to me, Telly. It's a big week for First Stage. Truth Nation, the best-selling book, the Percy Jackson series, comes alive on stage as the Barkis Performing Arts Center premieres The Lightning Thief. The Percy Jackson musical. When Zeus's master lightning bolt is stolen, Percy Jackson makes it his mission to find and return the bolt to prevent a war between the gods. This world-famous series turned into a play runs from February the 3rd to March 10th. Get your tickets now to see The Lightning Thief, a Percy Jackson musical, by visiting firststage.org. Yes, definitely take your family and your children. It's going to be an incredible experience. We had them on the show this week. So when we come back, just so y'all know, during break, I'm not talking to Telly. I'm muting <laughs> because you, you have no idea what he does to me during these breaks. <laughs> so when we come back, we're going to get into more of the eviction, I would say, epidemic that's occurring in this country right now. And yeah. yes, here in Milwaukee, we're going to share some resources for you to pass along for those that you may know, or even if it is you. Um, struggling with paying their rent. Also, we're talking about stereotypes. We also want to get into the solutions now. How do we as black parents, black guardians, and just supporters of our black children, how do we start having discussions to counter the impacts or prevent the negative impacts of stereotypes for our young future leaders? You are listening to the best morning show on planet Earth. Truth be told, DT is not going to be talking to Telly for the next two minutes. So y'all go get your coffee, do whatever you need to do. I'm going to do it with you because I ain't messing with Telly. Stay tuned.
We got more for you in the next hour. You're listening to Truth Be Told with DT and Telly, the number one, the best show on planet Earth. I'm the award-winning 1017 The Truth. Don't say nothing to me, Telly. We'll be back. <laughs> it's big week for First Stage. Truth Nation, the best-selling Percy Jackson series is about to come alive on stage. The Lightning